this starts in about two minutes. An hour. Hello, anyone on there? Good evening, good evening. It's uh, Aaron Schlag here this evening. I'm here with uh, Andrew. Andrew, are you there this evening? I am here. All right, so we're having some issues with our, our meeting wall tonight, so I don't have control over uh, putting people in and out of the, uh, in and out of here for Q&A. Um, so I'll just go ahead and jump in and uh, kind of explain to the purpose of uh, this call. And then uh, if everyone will make sure they're muted out, because I don't have control of that for some reason tonight on our meeting wall, everyone will mute out and then just work with us. We'll, uh, we'll do some Q&A and um, get through everything that way and uh, love hanging out with you guys. So this call is held on the second Monday of every month. Gold Club members, they can submit deals prior to the call that we can review right here. If you're not a Gold Club member, you can listen, but you can't participate. Uh, you can get more information to sign up for the Gold Club at www.ronsgoldclub.com. Uh, if you want to ask a question tonight, um, go ahead and just typically what you would do is you would hit star six once you've dialed in. Uh, we don't have the ability to bring people in and out on the meeting wall. So if you, uh, if you hit star six, you should be able to jump in. Unmute your phone, tell us who you are, and ask us a question. So excited to be on here with you guys, uh, excited to discuss what's going on in your businesses and life. Uh, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful spring. I'm here in uh, Dallas, Texas, getting ready to uh, be with Ron tomorrow at Quick Start. So excited to be learning and working with him, as we always do. It's such an honor and a pleasure. And Andrew, I'm glad you could join us tonight. So if you want to go ahead and jump in. Um, go ahead and tell us what you've got going on, and we go from there. Yeah, so just arrived here in Dallas, so actually still at the airport. Excited to be with Ron and you and the crew this week. It's going to be an awesome time. And uh, just want to share with you guys the, the fact that everything you do matters. And I'll tell you this quick thing to do, uh, give you inspiration, is that we bought a house last Friday a week ago on terms and I uh, went out took my videographer to do a quick video walkthrough make a video for you guys online and on YouTube and what happened was when we're leaving there I realized that the signs wasn't out yet so we put out a sign and long story short we put out the sign on Friday after making the video Friday we get a call on the sign Saturday morning we get a purchase agreement to sell the house and so it all happened so quickly 
because everything matters and we was able to, you know, make a move and put out signs. So I, I want to remind you guys that every little thing you do is building your snowball. So build your snowball, put out the signs, make the phone calls, buy the houses, continue to practice the closing call. Don't worry about screwing some of them up. And so it, everything you do matters and consistency is key. That's good stuff. Um, and uh, thank, you for, thank you for that, Andrew. And uh, what you said about building the snowball, the consistency is key, uh, something that I preach all the time with, uh, with students that I work with, and that is always making sure you're making those small deposits for a larger return in the future, right, which is the consistent calls, the consistent putting out the signs, the consistent lead flow. And uh, that's basically what I heard with what you said there. Uh, that's how I interpreted it, uh, one of many ways there. And so I appreciate you putting that out there. It's so important. Um, and I tell you what, before we, um, before we, jump, into, uh, before we jump into our uh, answering any questions, uh, what, would be the, what would be the top two things you would have? I've, I've, ta I've talked to a lot of students here the last couple of weeks, and they're trying to figure out, what, you know, what do they need to focus on consistently, specifically starting out? Um, some of these are newer, haven't done real estate much yet. Uh, what, what's the top two or three things you would tell them to focus on? I know Ron tells us, but it's always good to have a reminder from, uh, from yourself. Uh, what would be those things, Andrew? Yeah, so this deal came from abandoned sign. Again, consistency is key. We put out 25 a week in the areas that we can, and you know, we consistently buy 10 or 12 houses a year from them. Another thing is to really get in, and uh, for those of you who are going to be in Dallas, I'm going to be showing you on Friday, but uh, the rest of you, just really get in and dial in on the Facebook Marketplace. You know, go on there and message 10 people a day. So it's back to everything free and cheap in the beginning. I can give you some of my you know, top paid sources as well, uh, except you're going to be spending several thousand a month. And so in these beginning stages, like Ron tells you, make sure that you're using everything free and cheap. Love it. Love it. So good. Uh, and thanks for that reminder, because that's something that um, Ron says it every time. Sometimes just hearing it, it you know, like from, from yourself, from, a, from another person, maybe it'll remind somebody else and you know, different words and, and keep them moving forward and inspired and doing the things that they know they need to do. Um, so like I said earlier, I know we've had some other people join us, but um, I'm having some issues with the meeting wall tonight. And so I'm not able to bring people in and out like I typically would. So I appreciate you guys' cooperation. Uh, so if you would have uh, any questions or anything you wanted to, uh, to discuss, just let us know. Tell us your name and what area you're from, uh, city, state, and name, and uh, we'll be happy to discuss whatever questions you might have or just you know, something you want to comment on and collaborate with us on real quickly. Um, so does anybody have any questions at this time? I hear some noise here, but I'm, I'm flying blind because I can't see you guys on the meeting wall. Does anybody have any questions? Yes, this is Alex here. From, um, I'm working hey, in the Florida area. How are you guys today? Fantastic. Good to hear from you, brother. Thanks for working with us with our technical difficulties. What's, what's yeah. going on in the, in the great state of Florida, Alex, and, and specifically in your world? Okay, so in reference to uh, sandwich lease option deals, uh, when to bring in an attorney, in the manuals and also in Ron uh, frequently says that we bring in our attorney to close when we're ready to close the buyer, then send both the sellers and the tenant buyers um, signed agreements to the closing attorney. 
So now I know that uh, when selling wholesale deals, legally we can't market to sell a property that we don't own. We can only market the contract because that's what we actually own. So with a lease option agreement with our seller, uh, Ron's obviously saying that we don't formally close with our seller until we're ready to close um, our tenant buyer. And I really like that idea. I don't, I don't want to formally close until I have a tenant buyer in place I have a uh, with a non, non-refundable deposit. A non, non-refundable deposit. So, but how can I market uh, the property, market property to find a tenant buyer when I haven't closed on the seller yet? on the seller yet. Great question. Um, so, Andrew, do you want to answer that? Are you, can you hear it? I, I can hear it. Uh, everybody else, besides Alex, please mute. And Alex, if you have uh, ready or something in the background, please turn it off because uh, it's echoing horribly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting the echo too. Yeah, I'm, I'm just on my headset. I'm just on my headset. All right, now. So uh, to market and find a buyer, you know, there's multiple ways to do it. What I've commonly done when I started is I would just put a generalized attitude to own homes, three-bed, one-bed, north side, whatever, all of the generality. And then I would just start building my buyer's list off of it. In fact, I did that before I even had deals to sell. And then whenever somebody would come in, I would then direct them to, you know, any deal I did have under contract or coming soon or owned, of course. Okay, so you're basically doing it the same way as you would a wholesale deal. as you would a wholesale deal. Yes. You want your fucking headset, guy. You want your fucking headset, guy. Um, so yeah, that, that's what you would you would so, do yeah, uh, exactly like Andrew said. You would market it and like you would a wholesale deal. Uh, you would be finding buyers that, that fit in that box and then uh, you know, narrow it down from there once you discuss with them and see if they're a fit and then put the rest of it together just like Ron put the rest of it together. Okay. Yeah, so even when I'm muting my yeah, phone so here, it's still getting that bad echo. I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah, so are we. So are we. Yeah, so are we. So are we. Um, oh. All right. Um, all right. Um, and and let me try this. Guys, if you could all make sure guys, you're muted. I'm not sure who's, I'm who's not getting sure feedback here, but everyone can mute out um, because we, we are having issues here with the meeting wall. So I'll need you guys' participation so we can go ahead and continue tonight. Um, so we'll give it one more try. So we'll give it one more try. If you guys can all mute out. If you guys can all mute out. Still getting feedback big time. Still getting feedback big time. All right. Can you hear us? Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Andrew, are you still there? I am there. Yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do this. We'll go ahead and try one more question. If we if we don't lose this feedback, we'll wrap up way earlier than I would like like to. Uh, does anyone else have uh, one more question they want to do? We'll see if we can get rid of this echo here in the next couple minutes. Everybody, even if you think you're muted, take your phone out. Mm. Look out. at it and make sure you're Look muted because that, sure that echo yeah. is horrendous. That echo is horrendous. There we go. There we go.
Testing one, two. Testing one, two. Okay, Andrew, do you have any parting thoughts? We're not going to be able to really get an effective effective Q&A going on here with all this feedback. Do you have any any couple second parting thoughts before we wrap up? I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I do. I just want to make mention of what's happening right now with this situation. It used to frustrate me when things would go wrong like this. Anymore, I realize everything happens to a reason always works out perfectly, and I want you to view your real estate investing business that way. Every seller... It goes every sideways, seller, every buyer, and things don't work out like they should and like you want them to. There's always a way to turn it to a win. Don't always know what it is immediately. There's always a way. So be watching for that way. Awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing thanks for all of that, Andrew. And I uh, couldn't agree more. And, uh, and you all have an amazing Monday evening. Amazing I will uh, I will be reaching out to Lobo. We'll have it corrected for next call. And I apologize for the inconvenience. You all have a good evening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. Happy Happy Monday. Bye bye. Happy Monday. Bye bye. You want to see if it works with another call? You want to see if it works with another call? All right, guys, we are back in. I've got this. I've got, I logged out, logged back in. For some reason, we were able to get into the wall, so we are. There we go. All right, good evening, good evening. This is Aaron and Andrew Schlag on. We are back for round two. Um, I know some of you guys have already dropped off. We did get our situation resolved here on my end with our technical difficulty. Uh, maybe it was a user error, um, but uh, excited to be back on here with you guys. And uh, I will go ahead and just start back from the top. I know we still got several of you guys logged in here. Um, this call is held at it's the second Monday of every month. And um, I know I know some of you guys sometimes submit deals. If you submitted deals, jump in. We can discuss those. 
Um, and uh, if you if you're not sure what uh, what information to to uh, dial in with to do you know to do so and talk to us, go to rungoldclub.com, um, and you can hit star six if you are a Gold Club member to be entered into the queue, and we can answer your questions and um, and just discuss your business, real estate, where you're at, where you're headed, and uh, would love to do that. And so um, if you've not dialed into the right number that is on your Gold Club page. And uh, go ahead and hang up and dial in using that number and hit star six to be entered into the queue. So, Andrew, are you there with us? I am. Awesome. All right. Well, we got uh, we got this rolling again. So I just wanted to uh, resume and uh, and go through that so that we could uh, we can tie up any loose ends. Anybody that didn't get their questions answered, uh, we still have people popping back on here. Um, so anyway, go ahead, Andrew, with what you were saying earlier. I know most of these people were here earlier, and you was talking about situations that arise, still letting them frustrate you. Roll with the punches is what I say, but go ahead. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who are started telling about the deal that we bought, 55 grand, and uh, I bought it on terms, is interesting fact, uh, interesting thing I'll mention the lady who got the purchase agreement signed on Saturday texted Saturday night and said that uh, her car broke down before the purchase. Used to, again, that would have been stressed and frustrated. And I didn't even let it bother me. And when we spoke today, what, what it was, apparently she had just gotten scared or worried or bothered due to a situation with her lender and the approval amount. I don't know exactly what all it was. And so we had a nice little chat today, and she was coming in, had to have a couple of amendments to the agreement uh, to make her lender happy because she's getting a loan to purchase it outright. Unfortunately, we're going to kill a golden goose. That's okay. And so uh, she is uh, purchasing it outright as is. We didn't touching it. And so we just addressed the challenges. So learn to ask questions and never uh, share frustration just ask questions and guide to the right results. And frankly, when you buy the house right, like I did in this one, it's a $160,000 home, and I bought it on terms with five grand down. I can sell it on terms. I can sell it outright. I have plenty of equity to do whatever I want with it. So the fact that I bought it right, I'm not uh, desperate or scared if she backs out. It just means we'll sell it to somebody else, and we're okay with her coming through and making this a big, beautiful five-figure payday too. I love it. Thanks for uh, resharing that, Andrew, with a little more detail. And um, that's the beautiful thing about having multiple. I want to expand on that a little bit more um, because I always teach and push this, which Ron does, and I'm basically echoing what he says, and that is having the ability, setting yourself up in a position to have multiple exits. Um, and and you could that applies when you're buying a house, right, how you structure it on the front end, but also when you're selling a house. And the way you set this deal up, you honestly had multiple exits. And you, you, you could make it a win-win either way. Uh, ideally, it would be to you know, have a golden goose. However, when the profit's large enough and you've bought it in a way where it doesn't matter either way to you, uh, you can exit it and have a, you know, have a great uh, chunk, of, chunk of change, so to speak, as well. So I love that. Um, all right. Uh, to be entered into the queue tonight, uh, we're going to go just a little bit longer here because um, we had this malfunction, but hit start six to be entered in the queue. Andrew, we do have some questions. I'm going to go ahead and pull it up right now. Perfect. Hello? Hello? 
they're here, but they're not. Well, we're having trouble getting in. I, I'm showing they're off mute here, but they're not coming through. Hello? We went from Hello? one extreme to the other. First we, we hear everybody, Hello? now we hear no one. <laughs> Hello? Hey, yes. How's it going? Hey, good, good. I got a question. Um, bought a property. Um, who, who is this, by the previous- way? This is Clay from Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama. Awesome, Clay. You tell me, tell me when you're ready. We're ready. Go ahead. Okay, uh, I bought a house on seller financing. They had previously bought it on seller financing, and the first person who sold it, uh, the time before I bought it, has now said they want to enact the due on sale clause and I'm not sure exactly what I need to do. And I did this all wrong, and I put down $30,000. Okay. So you you said you bought it, and the seller is wanting to – what was the word you said, Clay? So, so the original owner sold it on seller financing about two years ago, and then I bought it from that guy a couple months ago, and he seller financed it to me. So – He's second position. His original seller to him is in first position. The first position mortgage holder wants to call the note due because of uh, their due on sale terms and their original agreement. Got it. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm following you now. Is the, okay. first, is the first position a bank or is it a private individual? Both are private individuals. Got it. Um, and you know this sound this this deep. I, I don't I don't know that I can answer your question because I'm not an attorney, Andrew. I want to hear you weigh in on this as well. But the first thing I do in that situation are two things. I want to get my hands on obviously that original original agreement, and I want to talk to you know my seller that sold it to me, and then I want to get my real estate attorney involved. And guys, this is a reason you always want to make sure you have a real estate attorney closure deal. Ron preaches this from the heavens, and he he goes over it and he pounds it into our heads. Uh, every time we do a deal to make sure you close with the real estate attorney. And so, Clay, I don't know the context or the background of this story specifically, but at the same time, that, that's going to be where I would start. Andrew, do you want to add to that? Sure. So, uh, first off, uh, you know, a seller can't give you what he don't have. And mm-hmm. so uh, my gut tells me that this guy has sold you a house that he can't perform on, because you know, really if the first guy's calling the due to the second guy, it's the second guy's responsibility to pay it off, he has an agreement separate from that with you. Uh, that being said, it doesn't mean that he's got the money or the wherewithal to do it. He has 30 grand of your money, however, and so the place I would be going to would be saying, look, dude, you know, I bought this from you, the term I bought it from you from, uh, yeah, sure. To take care of your lien on the property for yourself, and that would be the conversation I would have. Uh, how much equity is in this thing? What's the worth? What's it worth to go? Um, so I bought it for three hundred, put thirty down. So I'm now I probably owe about two sixty five, and sold it on work for equity for three thirty. Ah, crap! You got a whole sandwich mess going on there. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
how much did your buyer give you? Um, five grand down and twenty five hundred a month. Oh, ouch! All right, so and my debts on zero percent interest financing. So I'd prefer for them to keep it in place, but I don't know how to make that happen. Yeah, well, they, uh, how long did the seller give you that you're buying it from? Five years. Does amortize over thirty years, five year balloon. So the do first what? thing I would do, the yeah, first thing that you're going to do is go to him and have him take care of his problem. Uh, it's not your problem that his, his loan needs paid off. Uh, it's his problem that he sold to you for five years when he didn't have an ability. Secondly, if he refuses to do that because you don't want to lose your 30 grand, you have to go secure financing somehow other way. You're going to uh, get a massive, and I mean massive, I'm talking six-figure discount from him. We're paying him off because what he's did that I mean there is that's a lawsuit waiting to happen from you to him for selling you a house uh, control to us that he has lost control of and it's incumbent on him and again that's just the first thing that comes to my mind number one I'm not an attorney number two I don't have the agreements you know there could be something in his agreement that that uh, helps hurt him and there could be something you're giving with him that helps to hurt you but I would go. To Returning right away and find a lawyer, so you can negotiate from a point of knowledge rather than a point of negotiating something and then finding out that you have no leverage to enforce what you negotiated. Okay. Okay. So basically, how it goes is he's responsible for that first position lien, and then um, so he's responsible for paying his seller that sold him the property, no matter what happens and whatever they're trying to do. And if he can't, then I need to go get per, uh, permanent financing somewhere else and get a big old discount off of my note to him, right? From the from the knowledge you've given me, yes. Who knows? There could have been a line in there you signed an initial that said, uh, I'm not responsible for payoff for <laughs> I'm just saying, worst case scenario, you know, I haven't seen the agreement since where you talked to an attorney, but yes. With an information yeah, and I'm not, I haven't seen his agreement. agreement. Yeah, and I haven't seen his agreement, but mine is, um, I have no no guarantees to him on his underlying debt or anything like that. I'm just my guarantee to him is what the purchase was. Do what? Perfect. Hopefully he has guarantees to you. So get his original agreement uh, as soon as possible and get with an attorney and figure this thing out how to turn it into a bigger win for yourself. Okay, sounds good. Appreciate it, man. Good stuff. Yeah, best of luck, Clay. Thank you. All right, we're going to j- grab the next question here, Andrew. Hello. Hello, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Who are we talking to? Hi, this is Danielle Rivera. How are you doing? Hey, Danielle. Fantastic. Good to hear from you. I thought I recognized that number, but I wasn't sure who it was. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I, my voice wasn't coming through last time. So. Yeah, um, it's all good. All right. Well, I have a, a question here. I have a uh, uh, a rent-to-own tenant um, who moved in probably about uh, six months ago. It looks like the roof is starting to collapse uh, just due to being old, and a new new roof is going to have to be installed. Uh, this guy yes. is a contractor by trade. He wants to install the roof himself. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if there's some kind of uh, uh, paperwork that I can have him fill out to negate my liability in case, you know, he injures himself. Got it. So um, in those situations, whenever I've had a, you know, I've had a situation like that where, you know, you've sold it to someone and some have to work for equity, uh, your, um, your work for equity uh, lease option agreement should have some provisions spelling some of those things out, his responsibilities, his liabilities, what he should carry, what he's going to be required to carry, such as insurance, et cetera. Um, and, you know, if there's any additional releases that, that you wanted to sign make you feel better about it, then by all means, yes. Uh, if he is a contractor, he should have some type of, uh, some type of licensing that would, uh, that would negate some of your liability. And that is, is, does he, or have you asked him about that? Uh, he, so he works for another company, so he'd be doing this off the books. Um, so he wouldn't be carrying that insurance. And then uh, when I did the contract, I didn't uh, just a regular uh, rent-to-own type of contract. I didn't do a work-for-equity agreement. Okay, got it. Um, so I, I would do a couple things, and, and I have done this. I've, when I've had a concern like that, I've reached out to my attorney and said, hey, I've got somebody that's going to do the work. They, you know, they live in the house. Um, what can we draw up that would, you know, release me of liability and also require them to carry some type of uh, short-term um, insurance that would protect protect me, protect them, cover that situation? Um, that would be my next move. Andrew, do you have anything you want to add to that? No, that's that's specified. I can get how you do yeah. it then. Yeah. Hello. Hey. Oh, no, that's exactly what I would do, and. Uh, you know, there's waivers out there as well to have them sign uh, he or she with the most documents win. So, yeah, uh, whatever you can find for the position is going to be helpful. Do you know if there's anything like and that then, on the Gold Club, or um, is it best to get something custom drafted? There is some versions of it on the Gold Club, if I'm sure correctly. Uh, and so that would be where I would definitely start. The other thing is I would, have, you know, I would try to find a base that's good. Uh, Go Club is also always starting. And then I would uh, take it to my local attorney to send some provisions additionally to that, you know. But that way you give them a base. Because I like everything custom written when it's going to be in-depth, but also... Uh, I don't like to have them start from scratch because it costs, sometimes the, the cost can be tremendously more. So I'll let you give up a base and have that. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, that's, and, and what Andrew said about, you know, having something in place that, you know, having the most documentation possible. Um, but, yeah, just have that conversation with your, uh, you know, with your guide. Is he going to have permits pulled? You know, those are questions you need to ask. Make sure the permits are getting pulled correctly. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's in a rural area, you know, what, what, what the standard of requirement is there. So just make sure you've got your eyes out and T's crossed in that perspective as well so that there's nothing that's going to come back and, and the city or whoever the enforcement there says, oh, this wasn't done right, we're going we're gonna to leave it or we're going to find and then you get stuck with those as well. So just make sure you get your eyes out and T's crossed with local, you know, local regulations and all of those things as well. Okay, got it. Thank you. Awesome. It's always good to hear from you. Good to hear from you guys. All right. We'll talk to you next time. All right, Andrew. Um, we've we've uh, went through a few more questions here. I know we lost a lot of people there up front when we were having trouble getting logged in. 
Uh, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up this evening? And I know we're, I know we're getting ready to, you and I get ready to reconnect and grab some, some lunch uh, or some dinner together and uh, getting ready for Quick Start tomorrow. Uh, but any advice besides that the ones that are not here should be here for Quick Start, but any advice beyond that? <laughs> Absolutely. Keep surrounding yourself by this knowledge. I see so many people who get in the game of immediate success get discouraged and sometimes get out. And the number one thing to keep you motivated is to continue hanging around people as in person as much as possible, but even when you can't to be virtual around people that's doing it. Because it's a constant, constant reminder of what's possible and it validates uh, the ability that we each have, each of you have to do deals. You know, I'm 30 years old. I'm not smarter, better than most. It's just that I refuse to give up. And so that's how I, you know, about 50, I was 22 years old and continue to do deals to this day. So that's a nasty. So refuse to give up, hang around the right people. Keep doing more of what you're doing. Yeah, you know, people try to drag you down and we'll be focusing on ones who lift you up instead. That's good. Thanks for that, Andrew, and thanks for jumping on. I know you're – I traveled this morning, so I'm already settled in. I know you took uh, some time out of your busy afternoon popping from the airport to no doubt Uber. So thank you for jumping on at that inconvenience. I I know everyone here appreciates it. I appreciate it. Always great to uh, get to collaborate with you and and connect with all these awesome people here online. And um, everyone, I want to say thank you for popping in. I apologize about the technical uh, difficulties, and I'm so glad we got to – uh, have a conversation with some of you guys, and I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week and a um, fantastic April, and I will look forward to talking to you guys next time. Bye-bye for now.